The business of operations management is difficult, particularly in large enterprises like banking, insurance, and other services companies with teams of hundreds and thousands around the globe. Now add in recent pandemic forcing the workplace to change forever. Managers and employees are under immense pressure to get work done, while also finding ways to balance performance and well-being. The complexity is building, and it can be difficult to find the answers. This podcast, AO On Air, partnered with ActiveOps, is designed to help identify areas that will help employees, managers, and senior leaders find solutions to the challenges within operations management. The future of work will take all departments, such as HR, IT, and ops, aligned along with a steady dose of innovation to succeed. We'll bring you topics, thought leadership, and simple plans to help lead your teams into the future of work. A hybrid work world that will learn from one another and truly act globally, breaking down the silos of older management models for new ways of working. Welcome to the journey. Now let's begin. Hello, and thank you for joining. My name is Michael Cubs, and this is AO On Air. Thanks for, uh, this is a podcast sponsored by ActiveOps, and we appreciate you watching and vi- viewing our, our episodes. Today, I'm visiting with Elliot Tiernan, who is the global head of pre-sales at ActiveOps, and we're going to talk about really the manager in the middle of, of what all the work that has to happen and all the results that have to be reported. There's always managers in the middle that are somewhere just managing the, the, the tasks that go with that. That means labor, that means work, that means reporting, that means a lot of things. And so uh, what we'd like to talk about today is really we've, we've, on previous episodes, we've talked about management process automation. So let's dig in a little bit to that, Elliot. Welcome. Thank you, Michael. And you're in Texas, so I'm back back in Texas. First time in uh, in two years. I'm full of barbecue. Yeah, uh, already <laughs> thanks to uh, Carla. So yeah, great to be back. Excellent, excellent. It's good to have you here personally, personally too, because it's just it's just better to talk sometimes. Yeah, face to face. Yeah. So let, let's talk about that. So when we think about big service operations, um, you know, we talk about the the massive employees, the work from home, the hybrid work. There's all kinds of elements going. And somewhere in there is a manager that has to make sure yep. that work's getting done. And then they have to report up that that work has been done and, and manage quality and all those things. So it's, it's a challenging job. Yeah, it, it, it's always been um, a challenge. And, and it always um, is something that's worth investing time in because it's time well spent to do. But um, we, we've always said that, you know, operations is, is, a, is a tough job um, and it's, it, it's not gotten any easier. Uh, with, as you say, people working in different places, um, more flexible sort of patterns that people need to um, encounter. And, uh, you know, I, th- I think our our role in life has always been, you know, how do we make things easier for a manager to uh, perform well, uh, yeah. for the team to perform well and, and um, to achieve the results that, you know, are within the capability of that team. Yeah. And, and you were a manager before you joined ActiveOps, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was uh, uh, in operations um, for uh, a number of years in, in various different guises. And um, yeah, when I say uh, we know how tough it is, you know, we, we know how tough it is. You yeah. know, it, it's, uh, it's a really rewarding um, job um, and, and career to be in. And you get some, some wonderful highs in there, but it is a tough job. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, being a tough job, you need you know, tools, data, all that sort of stuff to do. Right. Well. And and the typical tool is probably a spreadsheet. But but yeah, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with a spreadsheet. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, 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 uh, I spend more time than uh, and I pretty care to admit with, um, with various uh, spreadsheets, but more and more uh, now, you know, the people like uh, myself who, who like that sort of stuff, we've got a whole bunch of other tools to play with now. Yeah. Uh, and it's a really exciting time um, yeah. to, to be in um, industry, to be in operations 
with the sort of capabilities that, that we're seeing emerging uh, with various technologies, some of that we'll touch on uh, today, it's, uh, it's, it's quite a dynamic environment. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about the manager's role and, and, and kind of management process automation as a concept. Uh, you know, automation has come a, a long way in RPA and people yeah, were yeah, talking about yeah, automating tasks yeah. and that's more about, you know, the individual task. And now we're talking about providing automations at a, at a different level for a different purpose. And that's kind of where management process automation is kind of starting, right? Or, or, or yeah, I, I, I think the RPA uh, point is um, a really interesting one because uh, we, we, we and everyone else is very excited about RPA. Um, it's still a really exciting thing. Um, and we, we spent um, a lot of time working with that sort of data and primarily thinking of, you know, how do we represent what a robot's doing um, in our software? So when we look at the resource um, of a, an organization, you've got humans, you've got robots, what, what do you do with that? And we did, um, you know, we played a little bit of RPA ourselves. You know, we were using that sort of uh, technology yep. to, um, you know, configure um, our databases and, um, learn how to use it for, for two reasons. One, you know, our clients are using it and it's really interesting to, to know, uh, but also to try and explore, you know, how can you make um, some of the um, the process of um, doing what we do with, with companies, which is, is is management, operations management, how do we make some of that a little bit slicker? Yeah. Uh, so we, we, we've played with RPA, um, but now as, as time moves on, there are other technologies that are, that are coming through, but some of that learning of you know what RPA can do, um, you see more and more of that sort of embedded within companies' products uh, yeah. because you know, things like APIs, uh, for example. Yeah. Uh, so you know we, we've um, our new um, products, um, Control IQ, which is you know built on APIs, that opens up a whole uh, new sweet shop of things that I like to dive into and you know yeah. operations yeah. people like to dive into. Well, let's start there. So, so APIs is one of them, but it's this kind of data acquisition strategies, right? Because in order to automate things, you have to have the right data at the yeah. right time yeah. and things like that. Yeah. So, so why don't we start there with with maybe APIs and then move on to things like collector, which may be an automated way. Yeah, of doing ab things. absolutely. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a good point. So yeah, you've got to get the data first, right? And, and there's various ways of um, obtaining data, and um, you know, there's, there's a range of sort of options that we we offer in there to get data into our our products. Um, one of them is, um, as you say, APIs. So um, you could be processing on one third-party application. You press a button, and that data magically appears in our uh, software to help you uh, plan because you can see yeah. you know, the completed volumes of work. Uh, but it also um, it opens up another uh, world of possibilities of, of connecting together um, systems and, and data. So um, you know, if we, if we wanted to take information on uh, you know, the forecoming uh, work forecasts, as, as we say, we could take yeah. that into our tool uh, from another system. We can take in, um, you know, what the holiday uh, pattern is going to be because we put right. it up to another system over there. And so that, that's a big part of it. Um, but then also um, the activities that we um, perform in our tools, um, you can automate a lot of that as well. So um, managers create plans and, and, and you know, create forecasts in, in our software, um, but you could um, do that via an API and do that for a much broader um, number of plans if you wanted to. Um, and that, that sort of um, you know, capability, um, we are finding our, our customers now starting to explore, which is really exciting. Yeah. And it's exciting for, for us as well. Uh, we, we, we used to say, you know, we're ops people, but we've got software as well. 
Uh, we're now um, ops people that have got some really cool software yeah. and, and are learning a lot more about this sort of stuff and how do you put it to, to very good use. And, and APIs are a, a big part of that. You, you know, and, and it's interesting because when you, you get into the debate of monitoring, which is a, a hot topic, you yeah, know, um, yeah. it, it can be viewed very poorly and it, it, it all comes down to what the manager does with the data, not necessarily the, the fact yeah. that the monitor, yeah. because companies already get that data, whether what, what they do with it is how, how, how it becomes good or bad. But it, what's interesting about the differentiation of monitoring, is not just about what you're doing on the keyboard, but it's about the work you, the output, yeah. right? And so when you think about outputs, that, that puts it in a different light because that's really what, we're paid to do, yeah. right? No, absolutely, yeah. And we, we talk a lot about um, outcomes and, you know, um, yeah. anything's done. And, and I think that's as um, pertinent in uh, the operation itself. So, you know, what we want to do is achieve things as, as you know, as, as human beings and, and as organizations. Um, and over um, time, you know, we, we've all been through uh, continuous improvement programs and, and that never stops. Yeah. And you always want to do it better, right? Um, and that's no different when you think about the uh, the process of management as well, because the outcome of um, the, the process of management is that we've got um, you know our plans achieved, uh, we've got good performance uh, from our teams. We're looking for the next um, you know incremental level of improvement from yeah. that data, and that's the really really good stuff. But yeah. there's a lot of um, you know what could be considered turning the handle uh, and preparing and configuring. Uh, to get that output, and although it's, it's it's essential to be done, you might say, well, actually, is it better to uh, get the the machine to do that a lot more, and then uh, we can concentrate on on that output and achieving that output rather than turning the the wheel every time to to, to generate it. Right, and, and the same would be said for the manager getting the, the the results of the work done right so yeah. they shouldn't have to do a manual report they shouldn't the employee yeah, exactly, shouldn't have exactly. to do a manual report so when you talk about apis what's interesting to me when i've talked to some of our customers they they usually have a system of record a claim system a finance whatever financial system but that's not where people work 100 percent. so they yeah. this api strategy is important to get a multitude of inputs from different systems right? and, and use that data to um, inform um, you know richer understanding yep. and then to drive action out of it there's nothing worse I think than uh, mindlessly capturing data that you're not really sure what you're doing it for and it's there uh, and it might be useful you know in six months time when you get some process improvement guy come along and look at that and use that data uh, but if you can combine all these sort of rich sources of, of data together and turn it into information, that's where it gets really exciting. Yeah, yeah, those insights. Yeah, that's yeah, interesting. So, so APIs are one one avenue to to acquire data. Yeah. Uh, ActiveOps last year launched Collector as yeah. well as another opportunity to, uh, yeah. to capture data. Yeah. Maybe you could share a little bit about well, that. I, I, I love Collector. I think it's <laughs> really really cool. Um, and it, 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 there are some similarities with, with Collector um, to what we're saying about um, RPA. Um, and the, um, the the main sort of similarity is that, you know, obviously it's automated. Um, we can configure um, our application to understand where you are in a, uh, a third-party application, down to which screen you're in and which events you carry out in that screen. And by that, I mean which buttons you, you press. Uh, and quite often, um, a lot of our clients, although uh, they're, they're working on systems, they can't necessarily get that data out. To, to tell them what they want to know, convert that into volumes of things that they're producing um, and or convert that into you know, how productive are we, you know, where, where's the time going, et cetera. 
Uh, so with the collector, we can automate that and do it in the background and know where you are when you've, you've, you've carried out a particular activity purely to generate the count of those activities that we can then feed into the, the, the data lake, if you like, of all the other sources that we've got yeah. um, to tell us how busy we are and more importantly, how busy we, we expect we're going to be yeah. next week, next month, and, and turn that into a, a plan that we then measure and manage against and achieve that that outcome of performance that we're looking for as, uh, as managers. Yeah, yeah, and, and maybe that's a good transition. So we talked about data acquisition a little bit, and now moving into kind of the management and forecasting and planning, there's also been some innovations this year around automating some of that as well, I think. Yeah, and again, you know, with um, the APIs uh, that are in there, um, you can generate those those plans um, you know, from you know, some code and just it just happens, you know. Yeah. What we, we, the tightrope I think we always walk with this stuff is that what you don't want to do is divorce the brain uh, from the data. So if everything was completely automated all the time and we didn't use that and think about it, you, you know, what we're, we're generating there, we might miss a trick. Yeah. So you, uh, although a lot of the, um, the handle turning can be automated and taken out, you still want to keep yeah. you know, that eye on what's really going on and also um, not forget that um, a big chunk of what our, our clients are doing, a really important thing they're doing is managing people, you know, right. and using that data. So it's not all about numbers. There are people out doing the work. So, but if we can we can take some of that handle turning away and free up more of that time to you know look at what it's telling us and take good action on, on the back of that and part of that developing our yeah. staff and particularly in these times looking out for well-being, et cetera. That's, that's a good place yeah, to that, look for. Yeah, that's a great point. It's, it's just, it's removing tasks to enable a, a better outcome. And the better outcome is about the well-being of the employees, the retention of the employees, which is, and more is really challenging. More importantly now than ever, right? Yeah. You know, um, and perhaps perhaps that's not true, actually. Not, it's not more important now than ever. I think we're just all a lot more aware of it yeah. uh, than perhaps we, we, we would have been previously, which is a really good thing. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. And and the, and the, the complexity of the work is... Well, the complexity of the work is the same, but the complexity of where people are doing the work maybe has changed, and which which requires another set of data, right? But who works where and when, and are they yeah, are yeah, they productive yeah. in those environments? Yeah, and making sense of all that is is it's quite a challenge, you know, because sometimes yeah. um, the the opposite can be true. It's not necessarily I don't have the data; I can have too much, and and, and data uh, without uh, context is is pretty meaningless, right? So you yeah. you. Know, Putting that in a form that informs you and helps you make choices and decisions is part of the um, you know the reason why we exist. Yes, you know to present that in a way that helps you understand what's going on and take action. Yeah, is, uh, well, and there's a methodology around uh, yeah, what, yeah. what good looks yeah, like. Yeah, so yeah. if you get this data, what do you do with it? Yeah, and a then? philosophy as well. You know, so yeah. you know why are we um, uh, approaching things in a certain way as active ops when we talk about the method? Yeah, the method is very close to our hearts because we firmly believe that if you are in, in a, an environment that's better planned and more informed, um, you can take the stress out of operations, not just for um, the staff members, but for the managers as well. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but if I sit down and work out what I'm doing next, I tend to feel like I'm a bit more relaxed about things because I'm sort of in control. It might not be that everything I thought about happens, but at least I've, I've got a bit of a game plan to go yeah. after things with. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, plan your dive and dive your plan kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that's that, yeah, that, and that's interesting. And and, and the automations coming or are already delivered are reducing the time you're prepared to make the plan. But yeah, yeah, 
yeah, and so moving you up that sort of yeah. knowledge tree, if you like. So, um, and you mentioned you know, advancements that we've made, um, you know, uh, features such as the uh, the loading board uh, that was released um, last year as well. Um, that's you know made our whole sort of process of balancing out resources and and assessing the the pluses and minuses of capacity demand a lot more automated, a lot more. Um, you know, visible and easier to understand. You know, yeah. in one place within the application, which is which is a great advancement. Which, if you think about the the challenge with the great resignation or the great transformation, whatever whatever acronym people are using today about about what's happening in the labor force, but that planning and understanding that resource capabilities is is huge right now yeah. because you know employees can on a dime decide they want to work for another company and they don't have to even leave their home office, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we've all been stuck in home offices for uh, for a long time, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. People might want to leave those home offices, uh, but uh, yeah, it, it, we, we said um, right at the start of this that uh, management of operations is, is a tough yeah. gig. And so, um, so what would a I mean an automated loading board? Uh, just what would that improve? I mean, it, is it time that the manager spends, or is it overall balance of the the, the capacity? What what? Well, I, th- I think it's two things. It, it, it's partly um, time to spend uh, you know, freed up uh, because you're getting to um, visibility you know quicker than than, than before. Uh, but it, but it's also um, you know informing better decisions. Yeah. Uh, you know because what really what we're looking to do is to say well look, we've we've got valuable resources you know be those robot resources be those human resources. And we need to make the best use of those to, to achieve an outcome. So anything we can do to um, you know, make sure that we can uh, smooth out the peaks and troughs of capacity and demand, yep. take the pressure out, uh, because what we don't want to be doing is um, overstretching in one area, which is stressful and you know could lead to poor quality outcomes, um, or um, have um, a lack of work in another area, which again is stressful. Yep. You know, if you've not got enough to do, that, that can be just as bad as, yeah. as being overrun with work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so now, so we've talked about data. Let's get to another hot topic: AI, ML type yep. of stuff. So, we have a lot of data. You can have too much data, uh, as you mentioned earlier. Uh, but where can AI and ML kind of apply itself to improving operations? I, I think that's a, a fantastic question, and I think we're still exploring around that stuff um, because um, you know what? What do you want? Um, artificial intelligence to do is to probably spot things that you don't spot with the human brain, you know, and and take all that data and and make uh, recommendations or even actions uh, to take actions based off of what you would consider to be the right thing and things you want to do and and to learn from that. So uh, the the really exciting thing for us is that we've got lots of data um, and we've got lots of data coming from various different sources that we can, we can pull together and, and across um, our different tool tool sets as well, uh, and we're looking at um, various ways of using AI. From you know, it could be just um, determining what the right um, standard time, as we call it, how long yeah. does a, a piece of work take, and, and maybe spotting where there are differences in, in different types of work, and therefore we can delineate those tasks a little bit better. Um, and I think where where things sort of naturally go as, as you get more into this stuff is is the artificial intelligence learning and, and thinking and then saying well actually this is a suggested action that you might take because i think that's going to generate you the best outcome right and that, as we move down the track um 
you know, taking into account the skills of individuals, how skills um, you know, deteriorate over time, you know, spotting those sort of patterns. And it might be, well, actually, we can see that a good intervention and a retraining should occur at this interval for this particular type of work. You know? yep. Or you might want to think about cross-skilling this particular person in this type of work because they seem to be more attuned to it or this group of people seem to be more yeah. attuned to it. There's lots of stuff really in there to, to get to. I think that's interesting. I hadn't even thought about the applications of helping managers, the intervention that you mentioned there. That's that's quite quite stunning, actually. If you think about just getting a hint that says this person needs, you know, needs some coaching here. Yeah, and and, and sort of spotting what you're doing as well. I don't don't know whether you've 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 noticed, um, but if you use Excel a lot, you know, I I still do. I still play around Excel, spending data around. um, It starts to anticipate what you might want to do. Yeah, and that's really really smart. So. Um, going to get a bit geeky here, but if you're trying to, uh, so you've got um, a field in Excel and it's got first name, last name in that same field, and you just want the first names or you just want last names, if you go into Excel and type the first name of the first row and say it's John, and then go type Elliot on the next one, it will just fill in the rest of the stuff for you. Yeah, mm. And that's quite a simple application of, of, of AI, but what it's doing, it's learned what I'm probably doing by what I've just yeah. done and what lots of people do. Um, and then it said, well, actually, do you want me to make your life easier? And I'll just do all that for you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. And that's the sort of thing that, you know, you need to be on the watch out for, for AI using it in, in quite simple ways, I think, to start with. Yeah. And then getting more complex yeah. as, as we learn more and that's, the AI learns more. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We probably all want to jump to the end oh, yeah, conclusion. We all want it to sort of manage our lives and <laughs> yeah. we just sit around on, on the sun. Yeah, but there's a know, lot of little, little, you know, little spots go, along yeah. the way. Yeah. I don't know if you've read Atomic Habits, but it's a talking about little little changes that make a difference to a big, I, I, big I, I'm going to put that on my reading list. Yeah. Because uh, I've got a plane ride. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. So so with AI and ML, uh, how, I mean, if you're, if you're a manager of an operation and you're sitting here thinking about how is my year going to be less stressful, uh, how can I keep my employees, uh, how, coach them better? I mean, w- what would you recommend? Where would they start? Uh, I, I think um, probably taking into account what they already have, okay, in terms of um, sources of information and, and, and data. Yeah. And so if, if we go into um, a, a, a new client or an existing client, we'll be looking to make their lives easier. Uh, and we talked about, before about, um, you know, there, there are lots of sources of data out there, but sometimes they're, they're, they're just not expressed in the right way or there's too much to wade through to, to make sense of it. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that we, we will always look to do is to say, well, actually, what are the key things that we need to understand without sort of, you know, trying to boil the ocean? And how can we present that in a much simpler way to help you do your job and give you the visibility that, that you need? Uh, because being being informed is is half the battle, right? So if, if I can yep. see, then I can make make decisions, right? Yeah. yeah, and and having sight is something that the pandemic has changed. Yeah, abs- absolutely. And, and we said before about you know, one, one of the key um, challenges that everybody's got at the moment is um, because of the the changing nature of work and where people are, understanding uh, what's going on with my team at any given point yeah. in time is tougher, but probably even more important now than it's ever been. Yeah, you know, so getting that visibility from data, despite the fact that our employees are in remote locations or they're working shifted patterns or whatever it may be, yeah, is uh, it, it's it's probably fundamental. I think going into next year as yeah. we continue in this this vein. Yeah. So what's ahead? Um, 
automated surfboards that go through cubicle uh, farms? Uh, well, I'm, I'm maybe a snowboard. Automated <laughs> snowboard. I, I probably need one of those right now. I'm getting too old to uh, to jump on the snowboard. Yeah, just anymore. don't fall. No, no. I, 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 yeah, I probably will actually <laughs> Any, every time. But anything else we you, that we didn't cover? I mean, I think that it's fascinating that the we're talking about automations for the management layer, which which most companies don't do, right? They just it's about the employees or yeah, the executives, yeah. and it's a it's a it's an interesting opportunity to actually make big change, you know, with little improvements here and there, right? Well, and, and yeah, and just uh, in terms of you know, what what's next, really, I think for us, and um, it's continuing to to sort of learn, you know, what data can do for us and what automation can do for us. Yeah, um, and, and building those pictures out as, as we go through the year. So, as I said before, it's quite an exciting time. We've got uh, a new toolkit and a sweet shop of things that we can we can play with. Yeah, um, and there are more ideas um, than there is time in a day. You know, at, at times, and that's a really exciting place to be. I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you for joining me in person. I, hopefully, you'll You're be welcome. back soon. Yeah, soon. hopefully. Or, or I'll be back over there sometime, but we'll, yeah. uh, but enjoy the conversation. Any, uh, you, you, you had your first, well, first U.S. hockey game. Any, any observations about that? Uh, very different than, than <laughs> I, I, that we were talking before. I, I was expecting the organ, but you're telling me that's Canadian, right? They, yeah, they do yeah. it in Canada rather than here. But no, no, it was great last night. Um, you know, uh, what I was saying to you before, I really liked was the uh, the way they engaged the the crowd and the audience and everyone's there with the banners and doing dances yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, so if I wasn't so jet lagged, I think I'm, I may, may have got up and, uh, you know, thrown a few shapes. Yeah, there you go. The building. <laughs> That'll be next <laughs> As time. long as you're not on the kiss cam. We'll no, no, I was there. a bit worried about that. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. And for everybody watching, we appreciate you uh, joining in. And as always, you can go to activeops.com and check out our resource hub where you'll find white papers, videos, uh, all you need to learn about management process automation, workforce optimization, and all of the solutions we have. Thanks again. At ActiveOps, we call it Management Process Automation, or MPA. MPA helps managers make better decisions by providing a consistent, easy-to-understand view of capacity and productivity. MPA does the hard work of consolidating information, forecasting and planning, and even gives you visibility of skills and capabilities across your enterprise. Your managers can make decisions based on a complete picture of their operations and then get back to leading. As work progresses, MPA helps managers spot problems early and deal with them proactively, celebrate successes properly, and match resource to workload in real time. By making managers more effective, MPA reduces operational costs. Best of all, the right MPA tools make it possible to deliver all these benefits across global enterprises with thousands of employees. Solutions like Workwear Plus from ActiveOps. Workwear Plus builds on our 20 years of experience supporting service operations to give you a 360-degree view of your operations, helping you turn operations management from a guessing game into a game-changing source of efficiency and value. Employees are empowered to manage their days and weeks, feeling accomplished, confident and able to balance work and personal life. Wherever your organisation or customers live and work, ActiveOps is ready to help you deliver world-class service and employee engagement to help your company thrive. ActiveOps. See further. Know more. Move faster.